So the last couple of days, the author has been talking about the story of the clay miner. And then the, yesterday we talked about the answer the Al-Sheikh gives and why he was able to suddenly just stop working and say to Hillam al-Atanar, and we come up with all these different svaras and reasons and thumbs and everything else like that, and we're trying to, to figure out what I have to do this much to this and this much. Why, why can't we just listen to him? The, the Al-Sheikh promised, and Abish that tells us that we don't need to do any ishtadlis. What am I, what am I doing all this ishtadlis for? And so the Alshik explains that we're because because we're lamdanim is the basically thing that we we we're trying to, every way to figure it out. So the altar <coughs> he brings he brings a mushal. Kimi shiganiv perutz as an amnul shaloi ma'adelit v'ganiv shal. Someone had a bandage break in his lock to the door, and they stole things from there. Lo yoyalim yislapam shenis. We're not going to put in the same cheap lock that we bought at Home Depot for $12. We're going to go out and we're going to buy that really, really expensive lock from the locksmith, the one that has the, you know, the special key that, that's super hard to pick. Uh, I don't remember the brand name, the Israeli lock that everybody uses, that, that fancy, fancy, expensive lock. We're not going to use that cheap, cheap lock that uh, you, know, the, you get uh, the Kiwi lock from Home Depot. Rather, it requires a lock that's stronger and better. So too, it's a person that broke down his own fences, that he didn't uh, trust in Hashem, he didn't have full betachon, he, didn't, he, he, he ruined his gedarim. And he didn't stand strong. He must build stronger fences in order to keep himself on track, to keep with his, within his derech of atachon. So to be strong and, and, and robust. And this way the fence won't get broken again. So the altar now concludes the chapter and kind of brings a sikum to the whole to the whole chapter. The same is true regarding all the mitzvahs that a person often finds himself changing his mind. Sometimes he does it this way, sometimes he does it the other way, all on his way to mastering uh, his perfection. And, and reaching that level of perfection and ruchni as mipnei should daifek as a yeser ba'adama chafur. This is because he drove the stake into loose the stake into loose earth. Mitzat echad who writes lahat silas ayasad. On the one hand, he wants to preserve the stake. He wants to keep it in the place. He wants to make sure that he does the mitzvahs of Shem. On the other hand, he desires to dig and spread the earth out, meaning he wants to be able to slack off a little bit in his ruchnias. He doesn't necessarily want to be able to keep it exact, to, to, to do the mitzvahs as strongly as, as he really desires. He wants, a little, he, he wants a little vacation from his mitzvahs. Shema Nesu Vishema Medasa Chesidusu. 
Maybe he thinks it's a, a miracle and he ex- expects Hashem to help him in all of his endeavors. And maybe he's trying to do it to practice his, his uh, piousness to do a particular mitzvah. He worries maybe he's not going to be able to you know, sustain this high level. Perhaps he'll be unable to overcome his life's challenges. These uncertainties undermine his convictions and they harm him in two different ways. He therefore falls in his elevated levels of being a truly exalted person. And furthermore, he'll also be lacking in all the matters that he does pursue, meaning that he's going to have this one failure after another when he doesn't choose to trust in Hashem. So everything's going to fall apart. But if he drives the stake into hardened earth, which means that he takes the concepts of Torah and all the ruchnius and perfect to to reach perfection at his at face value. And he accepts that with absolute truth that this is how the matters are, that it's absolutely possible for him to reach these tremendous heights, these tremendous madregas and rochnias. And even though his mind is like earth that's worked and it's loose, it's full of doubt, He'll be able to drive this stake so deep into his the core of his very being that all the loose earth, all of those svekas that he has in his mind, they're not even going to matter. And to accomplish this, he must make fences that are even higher than all the fences he erected in all his attempts in his entire life, in order to get through all of his svekas and all those times that he fell and he came back and he thought he's making this big gather now and another big gather now. No, no, no. He's got to go well above and beyond all that. And then he'll be successful in all of his endeavors without any question. I think this is something we all know intellectually, that if we would stop with all of our svaras, if we would stop with all of our pirchas, if we stop always trying to, 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 to figure out why not, why not, why is it not that way, why shouldn't I trust in Hashem, why shouldn't I have the betochen that I have, oh, I need to do the shtadlis, Hashem wants a shtadlis, what am I going to do, betochen, only betochen, we need a shtadlis, need a shtadlis, no, 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 the altar is telling us, be poshit, be that poshit yid, the clay digger, the clay miner, he, he, didn't, he didn't make any svaras, like the Altshuk says. He didn't come up with any kunsim. We need to do the same. We need to stop with all the kunsim, big, big gedarim, 
in order that those kunsim won't start to come into our minds again, won't start to confuse us again. And then we'll be very, we'll, we'll see tremendous simcha and tremendous nachas. We'll have tremendous betachon Hashem, our relationship with the Rabbin Shalom, and of course, therefore, the relationship with all of the people that we deal with will be so much improved. And we will have all of our needs taken care of by Hashem Yisbarach, Bli Suffolk, Bli Ashtadlis, and Amir Hashem, we will see. Tremendous bracha and hatzlacha.